Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Waste of Web Space podcast. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And uh, you might see that, uh, well, we've been away, haven't we? For a couple of, what was it been about a month and a bit now, is it Fisher? Something like that. We didn't record, didn't record anything in June, did we? Or apart from one? I don't think so. We've been busy, haven't we? We have. Well, been... There's been football and stuff, haven't yeah. there? And, you know. We could claim that we were preparing very, very hard for the 100th episode. But I think as you watch this episode, you'll soon understand that we haven't. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so much so that I'm still preparing right now while we're speaking, Fisher, because we do have a song today. Okay. Um, I've only just forgot to put it in the right place. To, that doesn't uh, sound like you, Jimbo. Uh, it, to, to play it. I'm normally bo- a lot better prepared than this. But as you can see, um, we are in a different place today, aren't we, Fisher? We are back together. We are. It's no coincidence that government has relaxed their rules in terms of hugging and we are now able to podcast next to each other. But Fisher made it quite clear he didn't want to be that close to me at all. In fact, this is probably breaking your mini rules a little bit, isn't it? Uh, well, I think we are. I'm not sure we're quite two minutes, but they're outdoors in the open air. Well, um, it can be close for work purposes, which this kind of is. Yeah. Well, uh, and we've got a screen there. Your laptop is acting as a barrier between the two of us. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, surely, that, because if you've seen the fan parks and stuff like that, those groups of six who go to sit with each other to watch the... Euros, they 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 don't live in the same household, do they? Well, you can be in a group of six, though, can't you? So we can be in a group of six, but we technically shouldn't be sat near each other now. Um, no, I, th- I think. Well, if you if you're going to a pub in a group of six, I don't think you have to sit two meters apart from the person you're in the pub with, do you? All right. So why are you sitting two meters apart? I just don't like you that much. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, do you want to tell people what you've been up to while I try and actually sort out this so we can play our song? Uh, well, it all honestly, not very much. It's just life's been consumed with the things that've been going on. Um, yeah, we're still. Sort of on the way out of lockdown in the UK, aren't we? If anyone's an international view, which I suspect you probably aren't. Uh, the football's been on. I've been busy doing things with cricket. I've been busy working. Um, it was it was my fifth wedding anniversary not too long ago. Oh, congratulations! Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, you, uh, you 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 was very nice on you. Got 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 yourself a present, didn't you? Uh, no, I got my wife a present. It was our wood anniversary, so I got my wife a new cricket bat. <laughs> um, she absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, funnily enough, just happens to be the same make and model and preferred weight that I tend to use my cricket bat. So, if she if she don't get along with it, then I can start using it myself. Speaking of your uh, wife, though, uh, she has done something very nice for us, hasn't she? Uh, she has, yes. Uh, so, so while while I'm still trying to sort this out, yeah. it would be a good opportunity for you to go and get us a cake. Okay, so I'll go and get the cake that my lovely wife made. Yeah. Um, it's in the shape of a microphone, just in case anyone looks at it and thinks it's anything else. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to taste absolutely fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it out, then I'll cut all, it here. If that's all okay. I'll say, it's glad that we we don't traditionally have like pink microphones or anything like that. Yeah, good point, good point. Um, so I'll go and get the cake, and let's, uh, let's see what we're thinking. I'm sure it's going to taste absolutely fantastic, and it looks brilliant as well. It is, but uh, and as you can see, we are broadcasting from the Ale and Audio pub shed as well. Uh, Ale and Audio, now the first best um, podcast in Chapel Town. Uh, sorry about the fishes. You can still hear me. I forgot about that. And like when when we when we're broadcasting separately, where we're both on Skype, if he gets up and takes his headphones off and walks off, he can't hear me, and I can say pretty much anything I want. But it doesn't quite work when you're in the same place. Here it is. So yeah, if you were uh, just wanna, there you go. Done it. Is this just gonna slide off onto the left? Yeah, we go. Oh, careful, careful. There you yeah, go. Sorry, you yeah, should be able to see. It's it's kind of like microphone shape, which is why I said it's a good job. It's not pink or it's not one of those like more modern microphones that kind of all blends into one but it's it's very good really like it. it's even got a little uh, wire at the end hasn't it fisher because we're not quite wireless microphones yet so that's that's quite accurate as well um i do yeah what flavor is it again we've got biscoff bis yep yep that's it I, I, i'm forgetting any slight feedback now it's because fisher's cutting into the microphone 
hopefully that won't be the case though. Uh, but anyway, hope everybody's okay, whether you are listening, watching live, or whether you are listening online later on. And you know, in in the usual sort of old-fashioned podcast way, we do things a bit more modern now, and we sit out in the garden and do it just because fishing didn't want to come inside, and you know, I don't really want him in my house either. To be fair, uh, but we've got lots coming up. We're going to be going over uh, like the history a little bit of the podcast, kind of. Now, don't let that switch you off because I've got like some amazing questions, such as how long did it take for the first swear word to appear on the podcast? I've got some great questions, just like that one. Here we go. Here's the cake. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, so I mean, it, it looks like I'm not going to be able to play a song for you, which is really disappointing. Um, it's because I've got to look through lots of old sound files to get there, but but never mind. Uh, because we have been known, haven't we, to do a, an odd parody song every now and again? Uh, yeah. That's it. So yeah, but that's uh, that's not gone so well. But anyway, do you want me to put something else on for you, Fisher? Yeah, go on then, Jimba. I thought we could play like the best podcast in Chapel Town, even though it should technically change it to the second best now. Okay. The podcast of the name up there is probably the best one. Gotta listen to a podcast that sounds right for me. One to keep me smiling, keep me laughing with some energy. They've got news and they talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Talk about, talk about, talk about anything. Gotta subscribe. Gotta subscribe. Gotta subscribe. We're the best podcasting, Chapel Town. 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 I just find it funny because uh, we've got the best podcast in Chapel Town playing, and we're basically just sat here eating cake. <laughs> People watching us eat cake. What do we think we are, the Greatest British Bake Off? It's a nice cake, to be fair. It is a very good cake. Um, um, by the way, certainly... Can, can, we, can we say that uh, your wife, Vicky, is Baker of the Week? Star uh, Baker? Yeah. So the top bit is... But cake. does she also have to leave if she's the only contestant? Um, well, she wins, I suppose, if she's the only contestant. Mm. Um, yeah, the top bit is a cake pop. Uh, it's got chocolate orange in it. And the bottom bit is a Biscoff. Um, yeah, it's got Biscoff buttercream in it. Mm. Quite nice. Very good. Very and good. I suppose we ought to get us drinks as well. Uh, yeah. So it's my turn to get up now. You can entertain everyone. Okay, so Jimbo, what are you, who's going first in terms of the show and tell item, by the way? Okay, so probably would work better if I'd have asked Jimbo what he'd been doing this week, in the last week or so, but he hasn't got back to me yet. Um, we are in the Ale and Audio, outside the Ale and Audio pub. Um, I'm not sure whether they actually offered Jimbo table service when it came to giving him his cake, but he was sat down, so I think he's going to give me table service when it comes to getting the beer, which is going to be Kellam Island Pale Rider, is it? Uh, is that a particular... Is it 5 and a bit percent pale rider? 5.2. I remember actually drinking that at a beer festival while I was at university. Only cost £2 a pint for all the beers. And that was the strongest one they'd have. And it was from Sheffield as well. So I pretty much drank quite a large amount of that on that particular day. So thank you very much, Jim. Cheers. 400 episodes. Thank you. 
Well done. Congratulations. Oh, you've got your branded ale and audio glass. This will <laughs> waste a web space glass? No, just a normal glass. Right. So, in that case, I think we're on to show and tell, aren't we? Yeah. Do you want to go first, I think, didn't you? Uh, I'm happy to jump to. Yeah, yeah okay. So, Fisher, I have got for you, this is my show and tell items. We're both doing one today. We don't normally both do one, do we? Take it in turns each week. We've been a special episode. Thought we'd both do one. You've got two special treats because one of them's coming next week because right. it didn't come in time. And there's okay. someone in particular to blame. Okay. And you'll have to guess who it is next week. Is it the Amazon delivery driver? No, it's not. No. So, anyway, here's Fisher's uh, gift that I've got him. But Fisher's got to guess what I've got him. Okay. Two possibilities. So, either. It is a waste of web space T-shirt, or it's a pair of Y fronts. Ooh, good point. Um, so, what's what size is either the T-shirt? I've got to presumably just try and eke out of you what it is. Yeah. Can I feel it? Uh, no. Can I smell them? <laughs> I don't think you want to. How, have they been worn? Either the shirt or the Y fronts. Neither have been worn. Okay. Uh, what size is it? If it's a shirt, uh, say uh, I think it's a. I think it's a medium T-shirt. Or about underpants. Or if it's underpants, small, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> don't be too big for me. So why did you decide to get me this gift? Whatever it might be. Well, I thought it was our 100th episode, and uh, we, I needed to commemorate it in some way, and I thought, what better than a uh, special T-shirt or a special pair of Y-fronts? Um, do you think I'll look particularly fetching in the item? Uh, well, I'm going to ask you to put them on, whichever of the items it is. Okay. All right, maybe I'll... It, if it is second item, which is a pair of wire fronts, maybe I'll ask you to put them over the top of your shorts rather than hmm. just, you know, dance around in them in the uh, Ale and Audio pub shed. Aside from ourselves, we're actually being overlooked by your neighbours here, aren't we? So yeah. you might be just enjoying themselves in the garden. Oh, they'll be... They'll be or in a conservatory. Yeah. And they probably don't want to see me walking around a pair of wire fronts in your... <laughs> it could be the first time we've got a live audience, like as in in-person audience. We've got yeah. a live audience now, of course, but live live, you know what I mean? I mean so, we're actually... I mean, because we can see into your house, there's a bit more activity going on than normal. We're not behind mm. the closed door, aren't we? Exactly. So, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking... Um, me a bit more? Uh, yeah. Where did you get them from? Uh, well, what I... From? I I got them from... I, I got them from just a plain, ordinary shop. Lots of shops available. Just a general supermarket that also sells everything, um, including did clothes. Get, did you get them printed elsewhere? I got them printed elsewhere. Which printer did you use? You can advertise them a little bit if you want. Uh, I use my own. Me. So, oh, okay. so you do your own printing yeah, nowadays? No, I, to, to be fair, that is a lie. I got my dad to do it because um got a problem with my printer. can only print it in black and white. Right. So what colour is the shirt? The shirt is white. What's it say on it? It says the waste of web space. And um, it's got a picture of you on it. Oh, really? And me somewhere, oh. I think. Oh, well. Uh, what about the Y-fronts? Well, again, there's waste of web space on it. And then it's got a there's a there's, there's a space on one side for me and space on the other side for you, fa- our faces. So, uh, am I front or back? Am I <laughs> cock, cock or arse? <laughs> well, judging how much comes out of your... You're obviously on the back, Fisher. Right, OK. That's not saying much about, good about you, to be fair, but... Uh, yeah, see, see, off, but... see, your wife got us a cake. Mm-hmm. I decided that for my present and gift to you and in return... <laughs> To your wife, is that I get you some pants with my face on the front and yours on the back. Well, jokes on you because I've already got a pair like that anyway. <sighs> so, how much did they? How much did they cost? If you don't mind me asking, how much did you spend on me? Oh well, uh, I think I think the, the pants were. I can't remember. Sometimes have you not been planning this for a long time? And and this particular, you might remember actually once you visit you visited me when when I first opened the mm-hmm. A line of shed. I said I'd got something. And I was keeping it for this episode, so it's a while ago now. But uh, yeah, the, the pants were like three quid or something, but I had to buy a set of them. So there's even some spares if you want any. Oh, 
Yeah. So uh, the t-shirt was probably more like six quid or something. Okay. Uh, so is it Tesco special or Primark or George? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Do you think Do you think I'll look attractive in the item? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah, I suppose so. Soon. If the small If the small size pants, I'm going to get them on over to, over the top of my shorts. <laughs> you might have to wear them on your head, like, and then put your headphones over the top of them. Yeah, good point. Um, so I suppose it's time for me to guess what. Yeah. What it is? Have you got me pants or a shirt? <sighs> No, I think I think I think you might have got me pants because I think that's the kind of thing that you would do. <laughs> you go with that. I'm going pants. <laughs> no. Oh, it's a shirt. If I'd thought about it sooner, that would have been a better idea. But there you go. Have Thank a look in there, much. and uh, because it is a t-shirt, you can put it on today. And uh, yeah, so it's quite, it's quite thick. It's quite well made. It is, yeah. Here we go. In commemoration of yourselves, picture of my face on. Just what I've always wanted. Oh, and you've got yours as well. Oh, yeah, I've got mine as well. Stack shirts. <laughs> Although, fun, funnily enough, I've got a bigger picture of me than you've got of you. Yeah, I'm not sure why that happened. There's a reason for it. Uh, I don't know if my dad did something wrong, but anyway, I thought you've got a bigger picture yourself. So He probably just said, I'll tell you what, looking at the material, Fisher is far more attractive than Jimbo. He gets a big photo. Jimbo, mate. But there we go. That's good, isn't it? It is, there you go. So, so waste of web space t-shirts if you want one. Uh, yeah, get in touch with Jimbo's dad. <laughs> buy your own shirt from Asda, <laughs> and it'll print you one. That's the way to do it. Uh, what about you? Have you got something for me? Uh, no. Oh, I've got a show and tie, which nothing to do with you. Okay. I don't know. Do you want to, do you want to play a bit of filling music like sometimes do or not? Nah, just no, get filming it. <laughs> uh, so I've got, I've got a book. Um, it's called "We're Not Going to Wembley" by Danny Hall, uh, published by Vertical Editions. Fa- absolutely fantastic uh, local book publishers. Uh, do, you know, do you know Danny Hall, journalist for the Star, friend of mine? Yeah, it's all I wedding actually. Um, Did he report on it? He didn't report on it. Um, That's a shame. Tragically, what kind of friend is he? Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fantastic bloke. Writes for Sheffield Star. Um, sorry, from Vertical Editions, who do a huge amount of books about sports, local sports, books about Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United, Yorkshire Cricket Club, uh, some rugby league books as well, and their books are highly recommended. And so, what is my kind of connection, effectively, to sort of this? And I'll read out Is the... it that you know the bloke came to your wedding who, who was in part who was part of the book? And he once he once spent time in your company. It's yeah. not that. Okay. Is it? In a few weeks' time, I'll be playing cricket against a team of football players. It'll be a charity game against some former footballing stars from the local area. Hmm. Okay. Or is it I'm very disappointed that we've waited so long for this episode because I'm delighted to announce that I have started working on a book which is due to be published next year, which is on the subject of grassroots cricket in South Yorkshire. Ooh, that, that is big news if it's that one. So, so either, really, there's no connection to the book and it's just a way for you to plug something you've not finished writing yet. Uh, well, it's, it's promoting a fantastic book who have engaged with me to write for them. Is that also quite, uh, oh, well, I'm going to say we're not going to Wembley. Sounds a little bit... Uh... Uh, this, this particular book, We're Not Going to Wembley, is, I think, Danny Hall's third book, and it is on the subject of Sheffield United's promotion-winning season um, to the Premier League. Uh, funnily enough, he's not written one about last season where they got relegated, but um, <laughs> so that, that would be a fantastic write about both Sheffield teams finishing bottom of the league, maybe. So, We're Not Going to Wembley, does that sort of mean we don't have to bother going through the playoffs sort of thing? You think that's I think so. I think they've got automatic promotion. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um so, so you 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 are going to be playing against some uh, some football some footballers potentially at cricket. Yep. Are they some of those on on the front cover of that book? Uh, I don't think so. I think that it's generally older footballers. Okay. Um, who are kind of former players, effectively. How old are we talking? Uh, yes, I'm sure we have to have Stanley Matthews, um, <laughs> no, Albert Finney. No. 
Uh, actually, was Albert Finney an actor? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, of, Tom, I'm thinking of Tom Finney. Um, yeah, Dixie Dean. Uh, no. So, uh, we're talking about... Some of those sort of, Italian centre-backs. Yeah, we're talking, you know, uh, yeah, pretty much. You know, Chris Waddle, um, Mark Crosley, John Parkin. Are they the players that are coming, or John are they just Sheridan. people of the age that you're naming? Uh, some of those are okay. playing. Uh, I'm not sure about all of them. I I've, they've not selected their team as yet, but that's mm. kind of it's kind of that group of players. You know who could play? Gareth Bale. He's golf, I think, isn't he? Yeah, but Bale. Bale's. Oh, right, of course, yeah. I just I did look the one cricket joke I do in a, yeah, a in a cricket in terminology. Well, th- I'm glad you've mentioned cricket in a positive way. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so what? So what charity is it raising money for? I don't know if you ever said that or not. Um, it's for a it's for a mental. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh, you look like you're struggling to to name it off the top of your head. Uh, it's for a mental health charity. Okay. What? Well, who's the charity? Uh, specifically, it's for. Um, oh, it's for charity. It's for Mark Crossley's charity. Okay. Uh, Mark Crossley, the former. Who are they called? Um, it's called. It's, it's to do with. It's, oh, it's to encourage. Call people, it Outlook. It's to encourage people to walk and talk. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I can't quite remember the exact name of the mm. charity, but it's it's a walking and t- walking and talking charity. Might be might be called Watch. I think something like that. Right. Okay. Walking I've seen Mark Crossley uh, play right. for Sheffield Wednesday and score for Sheffield Wednesday, which is quite mm. a rare thing for a football fan to see a goalkeeper score. Yeah. Um, and it was a game where a lot of my friends left early as well. Which was uh, even funnier because I'm not one of them. I like to stay there until the very, very last second. I mean, as soon as the whistle's gone, I'm out the door. But you know, um, of course, not for a year and a bit now. Pretty much as long as we've, you know, as much time as we've not podcasted across from each other like this is the same sort of amount of time that I haven't, haven't been, been down to Tillsbury and, yeah. and worked at the match and view watched the match. So yeah, um, your life is far better for it. Was thought. Well, it has been this last year and instead, a bit. Instead, you sit in the pub shed and watch them lose instead of being there at the time. Exactly. Um, Okay, so is there anyone? So it's a mixture of Sheffield Wednesday and Sheffield United fans, maybe Rotherham as well. Uh, in terms of people playing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just kind of a, a, a group of local footballers who sort of do this sort of stuff. So there'll be Sheffield Wednesday legends, there'll be Sheffield United legends, and then there'll be some former Rotherham and Barnsley players as well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably more like that, that, that. That's me giving Sheffield United a tiny compliment there, yeah. I suppose, isn't it as well? Yeah, they've but, got some well-known former players. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the names of all of them, obviously. The team hasn't been selected as yet. Mm, okay. Hopefully they'll play in their former football shirts as well and all that sort of stuff and just get a bit of, bit of you know, bit, yeah, try and get a bit of uh, attraction behind the day and all that sort of stuff. So this will be against your team as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's the B team. Or is it the C team you're in now? Uh, it'll be against the club in general as opposed okay. to just specifically my team. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> right, okay. So I'm uh, going to move on to the second one. And the second one is that you've been... Com- is it like commissioned to write a book or have you been actually told that you'll be published? Um, well, I, I kind of went to him with an idea. Um, he rejected it. So I'm back with another uh, with the same idea. And this is this is, again. this is Danny? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm basically, through persistence, he said, yeah, go on then, if, if you insist. Um, and yeah, it's about, I, I'm, I'm not sure if you were, but I, I won an award. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he forced it out of me. And it's about people who've won that award previously. Right, okay. And, what well, and, and it was, what, like a community cricket person? Right, what, sorry? the A community cricket person, is that what you won an award for? Uh, well, I mean, um, I, I won an award for, um, I mean, it's, it's sometimes called the, the greatest honour that you can get within the <laughs> South Yorkshire Cricket League. What's that? Uh, it's, it's called the Harry May Bowl. Okay. Oh, so is it for, for performances? Oh, no, it's not for that. No. Oh. <laughs> it's definitely not for that. It's for doing administrative work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And organising and being sort of involved in the mm. background. Selling bonds. 
Not selling buns, I mean sort of helping coach the juniors and... Running car boots. Yeah, raise buns <laughs> and <laughs> I'm uh, sort of doing secretarial you, you, work. And you do a great job, you do. Captaining uh, teams and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, but it's yeah. not you who deserves the award, it's it's your wife. Yeah, she makes cakes. <laughs> very good as well. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it was believable. Um, I, mean, I, I, I can give you an excerpt if you want. Okay, you, 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 that's fine, yeah. yeah. So the book's going to be... It's not going to be very believable if you pick up that book and read it out of there, though. <laughs> yeah, so the book's going to be about all the people who've won the award previously. Because one thing I found when I won the award... Right, let me just go and get a shot of whiskey. Joke, yeah. <laughs> go well, on. I've only got part of the prologue, whatever it's called, <laughs> to read you. Um, so it's kind of... What intrigued me winning the award is there's so many names on there, some of that you don't really know. Um, and it kind of... And I, I believe I'm the youngest ever winner of this award by quite a quite a distance. Um, but I don't really know that, and so I've kind of gone back and spoken to all these people and find out who they were. Surely, surely some of the 40-odd-year-olds have won it as well. I was still in my 20s when I won that award. Oh, right, okay. Um, which is, looking at some of the people who won, it, who won it previously, they definitely weren't in their 20s. Okay. Um, so I thought, well, what about... Yeah, I don't know some of these people. Why don't I try and get in touch with them, find out... Obviously, some of them are longer here, so I'll get in touch with the families, find out who they are, um, and get in details about what they've done, what they think about the game... And yeah, that's sort of it. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it. And also, my main concern was people might not know who I am because I'm <laughs> nobody. So sorry. Uh, September the twelfth. September the twelfth of November. Sorry, Saturday the twelfth of November, twenty sixteen. I've just realised you say November very weirdly. Do I? You say November, November. Saturday the twelfth of November. It's better. <laughs> twenty sixteen. <laughs> I'd just like to say congratulations on your award. Said a pleasant gentleman who was probably in his forties. Well, I could honestly say I'd never knowingly met before or since. The slightly glazed look on my face probably illustrated the point well as they then went on to say I've never met you before but I know it's people like you that ensure the game keeps going shortly before this conversation I've been announced as the 32nd winner of the Harry May Bowl often referred to as the biggest award that South Yorks Cricket League can bestow on someone reading the previous names on the list was pretty much like a who's who of South Yorks Cricket including people I knew and had great respect for such as Terry Bentham and Steve Fletcher as well as people whose names were simply iconic in the local area perhaps most notably Ben Jessup the first winner from 1985 who's more commonly associated with the Sheffield and District Junior Cricket League, who I first learned to play the game as a pre-teenager in the early 2000s. Well, turn it off. <laughs> this is, is top-quality stuff, this, mate. <laughs> but who was Ben Jessup, other than someone who had a Junior Cricket League named after him? And who was Harry May, other than someone who had a prestigious trophy named after him? And who were the other winners from the previous 31 years? <laughs> what? Just, just, just... Yeah, it's very good. This is a masterpiece in, in, in action, this. I'm just wondering what you want me to... when you want me to guess the answer. I'll finish reading the okay. excerpt that I've got prepared, if okay. that's okay. That's fine, yeah. Prior to writing the book, I knew not the answer of any of these questions. However, in writing this book, I've spoken to the relevant winners or their families and searched for answers. Over time, from speaking to the various award winners, I get a picture of the drive, passion, desire, sometimes disillusionment that runs through so many volunteers who work tirelessly in increasingly difficult circumstances. I understand the game, what the game means to them, what they did, and what they're doing now. The story, this is the story, in their words, of a select group of people whose sustained efforts over the years have allowed other people to flourish as we go through each award winner in search of Harry, the man who began it all as a founder of the South Riding League in the 1970s. You're listening to CBB's Bedtime Stories with Chris Fisher. Um, you're listening to your... <laughs> this is Listen With Motherfuckers. Oh, sorry, Listen With Mother. Um, okay, so you've given me a lot to go with there. Um, it's a big effort to make up a fake excerpt from a book that you're not writing, or maybe you're still trying to write it, but you've not actually been told you can publish it yet. And this is part of your push. Sales push, the, yeah, my yeah. Uh, my Dragon's Den moment. So I'm going to go, and, I, and I, it's very good, by the way. 
Um, if I was joking, you know, when I put the clock on and I was yawning and stuff like that. I was definitely joking. I'll definitely buy his book. Um, but anyway, is it going to be for sale or is it going to be for free? Oh, for sale, yeah. All right, okay. Back in hardback and paperback. All right, okay. I get the paperbacks; it'll be cheaper. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, I'm going to go with the second one then. That I've been commissioned to write a book. Yes. I'm very proud to announce that um, later on next month I will be playing cricket against <laughs> some former footballers. Oh, I, I completely made that up. <laughs> so what? All of that that you just you just read out was complete made up. Or yeah, I wrote it last night just to mess around. Unbelievable. Are you gonna? Do you still want to write? Is this a real thing that you want to write the book, or was that never a plan? No, I can't be asked. Oh. Um, well, I don't know. I'm, I, it, it did strike me as quite a good idea when I was uh, making up the. Uh, I, I spoke to Danny from Vertical Edition Second Note. He signed this book for me as well. Um, I'll have to make a donation but to you did, on the back of it. You did win the cricket award, though. I did, I, I did genuinely. I, I am genuinely the youngest, I believe, the youngest ever winner by quite some consumers. I, I knew there was some something award. he was trying to shoe on into this. Um, and next time, next time, podcast at Mouse, I'll just show the trophy if you want, just as, as proof of that. But mm. I, did, I did genuinely win the award. Well, anyway. I did genuinely have the conversation with that man who said thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I do know some of the previous winners who are massive inspirations to me and a lot of people around here. Uh, but no, I'm not actually writing a book. You should uh, do. But we have got a, I've got a, I've got a signed book. We're not going to Wembley. Um, it says to fish. All the best. Thanks for the support from uh, Danny and also someone else who I presume is his uh, fiancée, Natalie, but I'm not really too sure because the signature is a bit difficult to, to tell. Uh, and I do actually watch and listen to the podcast sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have been doing, or they have been doing during lockdown and said it was, um, he gave a bit of feedback, said it, you know, wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. So, yeah. That's positive, isn't Can't it? Can't say more than yeah. that, so thank you very he much. He said, uh, if you're not on it, Fisher, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't spend all your time pissing around trying to write this book, <laughs> focus on the podcast, it'd be much better. All right, Fisher. Took about half an hour to write that yesterday as well. So... I thought that I would take us on a trip down memory lane today um, because, of course, it's our 100th episode whoop, whoop, and all that. Uh, and we are doing things slightly different. I'm not, I'm not actually, it's not what time will it go dark, Fisher? I think we'll be all right for a while. About 10 o'clock, I think. Oh, that's all right then. Well, knowing us, uh, yeah. we'll still be here at that time. I'll be, I'll be bitterly disappointed. I mean, I'll miss Love Island if that's the case. So I have got um, a bit of a, a trip down memory lane. So I've got some questions mm-hmm. that relate to our podcast going back all the way to episode number one. Okay. Uh, and then as I was doing them, uh, we kind of start jumping a bit quicker because obviously they get near the time. So I thought I'd try to delve into the archives a little bit. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, so uh, got some questions about our podcast and uh, yeah, and got some clips to play as well. Oh, okay. Brilliant. So how far, number one, how far into the very first episode did it take you to swear mm. okay now you, you're not known for swearing you're pretty good at not well you, in fact you probably swore more than me in this you're probably worse than me for swearing now. It was but I'm media trained so yeah. Danny Hall if mm. you are listening um, uh, it was a C-bomb as well I think wasn't it, it, it first first episode it, I think it was do you want, do you want the, do you want the and, and the other thing is who were we talking about I think we might have been talking about the fans I I, I, I remember this because I actually played an episode of this to someone and I completely forgot that after not very long, I say the c word specifically. I think talking about the fans of Justin Bieber. Yeah. Do, do you want to? Do you want to guess? Okay, I'll leave out who it's about then, because you've, you've pretty much guessed that. Do you want to guess how long? Do you want the options? I think it's probably after about a minute, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we've got um, the options were a minute and fifty seconds, six minutes and twenty-two, or nine minutes and fifty-four. So yeah, you're quite comfortable with a minute and fifty seconds. Yeah. Right. Here we go then. So this is episode one, uh, which would be eight years ago in February. And obviously, you've got Justin Bieber, he calls, he's got a name for his followers as well, hasn't he? 
Oh yes, yes, he calls them the. Um, they're called by people, is it now? The. Um, oh yeah, it's, a, it's the annoying little cunts. Look, we've we've swore already. It's the first link we've done in the podcast, and you've already swore. I think we need to. Uh, you know, we, we want to be a family friendly sort of podcast so I think we're going to have to get some bleeping noises to sort this out so I'm just going to have a look around in my sound effects drawer just want to um, just want to give it a sample go yeah yeah do you want to yep go on then no no that sounded shit oh Jimbo it just, it just sounded to be honest was a problem yeah, I think that's alright yeah okay we'll, we'll stick to next time we swear we'll use that sound effect I think there you go so you were correct yeah so well done you put me up to that I'm sure you did I don't think I did Crass, terrible, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose you used that word, and you would have chosen the swear word, so... Mm. Anyway, uh, number two, and th- that's when we used to kind of actually pre... Well, not pre-plan, but pre-record and edit and stuff like that, didn't we? We'd, we kind of just do it all on the fly now. It's a lot more fun, in it? Yeah. Which is why we make mistakes a lot and stuff, and, you know... Anyway, and I often run off to the toilet halfway through, don't I? Yeah. Mind you, I might just have to go in the garden today, mm. behind a bush or something. Number two, uh, which celebrity are we talking about in this clip? You ready? And she, in a non-expert position, is grading people who have probably tried quite hard, to be fair. Yeah. And then met with, can you imagine if um, if you were sat there in a classroom doing some work and you said to the teacher, what do you think of my work? And she said, I've no idea. I'm professionally trained as a lorry driver. I don't know what your English homework is like. <laughs> exactly. So you've got to question why she's actually still on the show, really. I know. It's... it's does she actually offer anything? Is she, I, mean, I think she's there for the comedy elements of it, isn't she? And, and for the, uh, as just... I say, does she actually offer anything? <laughs> I believe that was... I, I think I might know. I think it was episode two as well, that yeah. one, possibly. I think, and I don't know for certain, but I think around that time there was a TV programme presented by Vernon Kay called Splash. And we talk about the comedy element, and I think one of the judges on that was Joe Brand. Congratulations, well done, you got it right. I've not got the applause on a different screen, but anyway, well done. Uh, spot on. Uh, so that was, yeah, that was episode two, that one. Don't worry, I'm not going to go all the way to episode yeah. 99. Uh, we'll jump forward a little bit. Um, to episode three. <laughs> to episode nine. So this is the last episode before we went on like a four-year hiatus thing, didn't we? Yeah, people um, said that was the best bit of podcasting we ever did. That, they did, so, yeah. yeah that's four years. Great of, uh, four nothing, years. Yeah. And then we did, we've done quite a lot since then, haven't we, I suppose? Yeah, particularly uh, ramped it up last year. I think we did about 35 episodes last year. Well, we had nothing else to do, did we? Yeah. So, um, news of, of about which snooker player set us off on a run of bad snooker puns and jokes in the last episode we took, before we took a big break in episode nine. Really? You like that? Yeah. So, uh, which snooker player was it that, that caused this? So, do, you want, do you want to have a listen to it? Or do, you, or do you want to guess first and then we'll play the clip? I think I think I know it is. I remember it because it was. Um, I don't I don't know how much we laughed during the recording, but when we did, we, I think uh, yeah, we came round. I think we met like one Friday night. We did some planning for the podcast. I might have finished work on Friday. Came back here and we did some planning, and we laughed so uncontrollably hard that we were almost <laughs> both doubled up um, laughing. And I think in particular we told a joke about the snooker playing question, basically having a dump on the snooker table. And his response was, well, he had to because he was touching cloth. <laughs> uh, and that both set us about. So we tried to recreate it, didn't we, on the episode? Yeah, so it wasn't quite as free-flowing, unfortunately. But I think it's a new complaint question, um, Stephen Lee. And you will be correct. Well done. And do you want to hear the clip? Yeah, go on. So in terms of sport news, uh, Stephen Lee has been given a ban from playing snooker for 12 years. That's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big break, isn't it? It will be a big break. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently he was very disappointed to be given a 12-year ban for match fixing because apparently he'd better have been 14 and a half years oh right well I mean at, at least when he gets at least when we get to our 12th episode he'll have an episode for every year every of year. his of his ban 
Yes, which will be very good for him. No doubt that'll be the light at the end of the tunnel for him. Yeah. But uh, apparently he was offered a load of money, and by the sounds of it, he pocketed the cash. Oh. Which uh, was the which then actually meant he thought he'd lost it, but uh, fortunately the umpire was on hand, or sorry, referee was on hand to then pick the money out of the pocket and put it back on the table for him. I think that's our cue to move on, to be honest, Fisher. Yeah, I think uh, I think we should give it a rest, really, shouldn't we? Keep passing me a cushion, Fish. Yeah, yeah, I think we'd, uh, I think in terms of these snooker jokes, we need to pull our jokes together, really, don't we? Well, I want, I want more smooth snooker jokes, to be honest. I like them. Well, I've blackballed you. Oh, right. I, I mean, I was just going to tell a joke about uh, a man who rubbed um, snooker choke on his penis, but it's a bit blue. Well, I suppose that's just the, uh, the tip of things, really, isn't it? It is. And then the final joke, of course, I was going to tell you, is about a snooker player who was so desperate to the toilet that he just crouched on the table and just did a poo right there on the snooker table. Really? That's disgusting. Well, it was touching cloth. Hey, there we go. So, yeah, good job I didn't play that clip first, that would have given it right away, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, uh, we, have, uh, we have broadcast helicopter just flying over yeah. the top. Uh, so, anyway, uh, in episode... Uh, oh, no, on our return episode in episode 10 then so this is after the four year break I preferred, uh, episode 10 following a four year break what did we state we were going to try and be a free zone as a, po- as a podcast <clears throat> Didn't, weren't you trying to do you, you were particularly keen to sort of tie this into sort of national you know stand on one leg day or it's national um, you know national basketball month and you tried to do things about that and when, what happens is once you get over a year the same things happen again each yeah. year, don't they? Yeah, so it was about National Coffee Wind. Mm-hmm. I think I did once something about National Hat wear, Wearing Day or something like that. I think it was something to do with is it leather or meat or meat-free or leather. F- um, there was no leather in the podcast or something like that. Yeah, that's a good guess. I see where you're coming from with that, but you right. are unfortunately wrong. Do you want to hear the clip? So this is on our return mm-hmm. four years after taking a, a bit of a break and so on. A bit of a break, a long break, wasn't it? Four years, but anyway. Yeah. We oh. fell out a bit like Gary Barlow and... Uh, and uh, Robert Williams yeah. both got really fat and uh, became terrible dancers, terrible singers. And then, uh, no, we didn't really. We didn't really know. You ready? Come on, let's go. Want to be? Want to talk topical? In four years, a lot's happened. Yep. Uh, we're not going to try and cover all four years worth of news, though. We are not, and we are also aiming to be a Trump and Brexit free zone, mm. if possible. There you go. Yeah, we wanted to be a Trump, and did that work out? Um, we didn't do too bad, I think. Of it. I mean, we still mentioned him every now. Have you got a Trump noise? <laughs> <laughs> still mentioned him every now and again, but. Yeah, well, even we mentioned him that much, we had to give him his own, his own sound effect, didn't we? Because we did try and say we'd, we'd not talk about Trump and we'd not talk about Brexit, but Trump just gave you so much material, didn't he? Yeah. And we just enjoyed how uh, they kept calling Brexit breakfast instead yeah. in the first mm. you, you know few months of it. So we couldn't resist that, could we, really? Uh, on we go, then, to the next one. Uh, one second, where are we? Okay, so um, in episode 12, then, we held a Wowskers award ceremony. Do you remember that? So it's kind of to go along with the Oscars sort of Maybe, thing. Yeah. Um, what or who won the award for Worst Alert? We had a, a Worst Alert award. Um, do you want some options? Yeah, I've, got no, I've, I've not really got much recollection. I, I remember the Winter Olympics one. With Theresa May against Kim Jong-un against Donald Trump against someone else. Well, no, but we had no, we had a, we had a Wowskers, a bit like the Oscars or the Grammys or whatever. We had our own Wowskers award ceremony for various things that had happened the year before. I um, remember the I remember doing a joke about Oscar Pistorius um, around the time of the Oscars, as, and this was on one of the earlier episodes. And I said, and the Oscar for worst boyfriend is Oscar <laughs> Pistorius. Well, yeah, this is for the worst Wowskers. alert. Your, yeah, I don't know. Your options then are a. For London buses, I can't exactly what it was. There was some sort of announcement on London buses that just weren't appropriate or something right. like that. I'm not sure. 
number B, uh, number B, B, Hawaii Missile Warning System. And this is right. where a system went off and it wasn't supposed to do something like that. Uh, and C, Prue Leaf. If you remember Prue Leaf and her spoiler alerts. Mm. I think I think we might I think that might be too early for Prue Leaf. I think Bake Off might still be C back in. Well, they were all options. They were all so they were all they were oh, all at the options, time, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe Pooley has been doing it. Maybe has been on Channel 4 for a while. Um, I've got vaguely got some recollection of London buses and something written on the side of them wasn't appropriate. But I could be wrong. I'm going to go for London buses. And you would be wrong. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Leaf basically giving it. I, I thought I might have a clip of it, but uh, I don't on this occasion. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, she, yeah she, she basically gave away the answer mm-hmm. to, well, the winner of the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I think she said she'd been, she was away in a different time zone and got confused as to what day it was and when it was going out. And, yeah. yeah, so there you go. Happened, yeah. uh, number six, then. Uh, in episode 18, entitled There Are Lots of Birds and Tits in This Episode, mm-hmm. what was the title of the game that I put together? I think it was called... It was, it was, it was a bird joke, wasn't it? So it was tit or... Is it tit or swallow? Well done, you are correct. Um, but with that in mind, I think it is now time uh, to move on to our game of the week. Um, which I like to call Tit or Swallow. Can you remember what you had to do for that? Um, I can't remember, to be honest. So we basically had some lists of different types of British birds, and you had to guess if they were a tit or if they were a swallow. Right, there's, okay. different, there's lots of types of breeds of swallow. Okay. And same with uh, tits and so on. So there you go. Uh, okay, then, next one then. What is notable about episode 55? You got a loo roll with it. Um, was that the first one where we met the first time we mentioned COVID, perhaps? Um, I don't know for sure if it oh. was the first time we mentioned oh, COVID. Oh, sorry, that, don't, that, that was probably the first time we weren't together, well, we were doing it virtually. Well, not virtually, but over Zoom or uh, over Skype, probably around then. You're wrong, just it's the last episode oh, okay. that we did together, so I've yeah. got to be strict with these things. Yeah. So there you go, the last episode we did at the same time together. Number eight, in episode 90, what show-and-tell item story are you trying to guess here of mine in episode 90 okay okay um well that's interesting isn't it? i mean you, you've got two very different things there um one common theme that runs through it is your own stupidity which is obviously <laughs> quite plausible on, on both accounts um yeah. i suppose one common theme is your dad getting quite annoyed about your behavior which, again <laughs> probably another running theme um that's again fairly plausible so is this when you had two options <laughs> uh, which obviously is the whole point of um uh, was the item a course CD? Yes, it was. And one, one of them was that you got the course CD stuck on your finger. Yeah. Or we hope it was your finger anyway. And the other one was that you... I can't quite remember the circumstances around the course CD, but it would have been knocked on the floor after you put a glass of cold milk against your brother's large back. <laughs> and he jumped up. <laughs> when he was asleep. Everywhere. When he was asleep. When he was asleep. I yeah. think it's my favourite show and tell because I was struggling yeah. to tell the story or laughing so much. So my brother was asleep. And uh, I just walked past him with a massive glass of milk. See, his sleeping arrangements were a bit strange back then for a short period of time anyway, because uh, he had to sleep downstairs and various things. But anyway, uh, walked past him with a big glass of cold milk, and I just saw his big, big, big fat back, and I just pressed it against his back, and I just didn't... Ex- I thought he might go, ooh, but I didn't expect him to just leap up like he did. The glass of milk went flying, and my excuse was that I was just reaching over for a CD, yeah. this, this cause CD, which it, where he was sleeping in the living room was next to the uh, cause. Cause CD rack. CD was, rack, yeah. Mummy and Daddy got sort of a picture of the three ladies from the cause, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's it. Uh, number nine, then. Uh, which of these songs have never been parried, uh, parodied 
into a song into an intro song, so which have we never done as a parody. So A, you got it by Roy Orbison. B, don't go breaking my heart. Or C, never gonna give you up. We could have done something COVID, right? But you've got um, don't go break. I think I think we did a Elton John and Kiki D. Don't, I can't remember what the subject was. Don't go breaking the rules. You couldn't if you tried, maybe. Um, and last one, sorry, was uh, never gonna give you up. Never gonna give you up. Oh, that rings a bell as well. I'm gonna say Roy Orbison. I'm gonna say first one, but. I'd, I don't. I think we did definitely Elton John. Well, they're all feasibly. I'm trying to think. Can I? Can I give you the? Oh, here we go. So you wouldn't have got the first one right because uh, Roy Orbison, you got it, was featured, and it was this one, and it was when Trump caught COVID. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. He didn't wear a face mask for such a very long time. Thought he was immune and the virus would pass him by One shot of bleach won't keep him safe Let's pray he doesn't slip away Didn't think he would, Trump's got it He didn't think he could Trump's got it, he thought it was fake Trump's got it, Trumpy Trump's got it There you go, so Trump's got it And the other one uh, was Don't Go Breaking Lockdown uh, Yeah, I've got it or not uh, Don't Go Breaking Lockdown, was it? Something like Could that We just played one of these again for our theme introduction theme <laughs> From today's episode <laughs> Don't go back into work But if you can then do Go outside if you get restless In fact, no stay inside I won't play at all, um, but back then that was about Boris, John- Boris Johnson's uh, do this but don't do that, so we yeah. did don't go breaking lockdown but do and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, last one then. Uh, what have I done with my uh, device that has got my questions on it? Here we go. So, um... Last one, number 10, another game that we played in one of our episodes was called Sniff, Lick or Fondle. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, I remember this. <laughs> uh, which you wasn't the biggest fan of, was you? Uh, I think we did it with biscuits and other random things. Now, I know you're a big fan of cheese, Fisher, because mainly, um, we, while we knew each other growing up uh, for the first mm-hmm. initial five to seven years at school and college, I think you took a cheese sandwich into school every single day. Uh, something that's continued to my working uh, days. I still have quite like cheese sandwiches. Nothing wrong with that. So it, well, so it wasn't forced on you, cheese sandwiches. It was yeah, your decision like. to have cheese sandwiches. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with cheese sandwich, but every day. Anyway, so I, I thought we could play a game of sniff, lick or fondle. Okay. Um, trouble is, I've not prepared any uh, any blindfold, so we need some sort of... I'll put that over your well, That's not very COVID safe, is it? Um, uh, oh, I've got some underpants. Did you say I have the white ones that you bought me? <laughs> not sorry, I'll just go like that. Yeah, but then you'll be able to see. Yeah. Maybe take the t-shirt off, because you've got one underneath, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, good point. Okay, so what I've got is I've got a selection of cheese, and Fisher is allowed to, uh, he's got, what, what I'm going to give him? You've got two sniffs, two licks, and two fondles. Right. Is that right? So you, can you tell what cheese it is from from the from whatever you're going to do, okay? Sniff, lick, or fondle, it's a classic. Okay. <laughs> you look like a shepherd in school play. <laughs> what, a stu- what a stupid game this is. I mean, how on earth I'd put up with for 100 episodes? It's much better when we're first when we have to see you. <laughs> this is brilliant. So I, can conf- I, can't, I, can't, I can't actually see where my microphone is, so I just need to. Yeah, I'm about. I'm okay. level with the microphone, yeah. 
Yep. I can confirm that I can't see anything here. Okay. So, Fisher, you've got two licks, two sniffs, and two fondles. What do you want right. first? Uh, well, probably a... Uh, well, can I eat Can I eat the cheese? If it's, it, it's sniff, lick, or fondle. Uh, well, yeah, well, if it's lick, you can you can taste it, yeah. Yeah. Well, can I... You can eat the cheese I'll, after I'll as well. i sniff. You want to sniff, okay. Yeah. So... Hang on, let me sanitise my hands. Have you sanitised your hands? Yeah. It's all in wrappers, don't worry. What, well, you can pass me it, yeah. I'll sanitise. I can't, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see where I'm spraying here now, can I? Self. <laughs> yeah, just just sanitise all of the. Uh, sanitise the laptop, thank you. Okay. Covid secure, thank you very much. Right then, just uh, unwrap this, uh, whatever it is. I'll just show people what it is. I'm, I don't actually even know myself. It's going to be difficult, but you can look after for sure and identify if you got the right one. So it's that one first. What are you going to do? Did you say? Uh, I was going to sniff it. He's going to sniff it. I'll, I'll make sure it's open so that you can sniff it. Okay. Well, well I think I know what that one is. Come forward. Come forward. No, come forward. Sniff, lick, or fondle. If you fondle it, then that's breaking well, yeah, the rules. But, come forward. But unless, come well, forward. Yeah, but we can't. What? I'm, I'm just holding the cheese by the wrapper. We've got a socially distance here, haven't we? Yeah, we're not, we, my, my arm, he's only at arm's length. Go. We're strong. Oh, give over. Some brie. Do you want to have a look? I think it's Lift brie. up. Bit of brie. Bit of brie. There you go. So. I'll eat that lighter very much. It's been up my nose. <laughs> right, next one, Lim Fisher. Sniff, lick, or fondle. Uh, I'll lick, please. Oh. Uh, well, not be that bad. Oh, here we go. I'm in. I'm in. Right, there you go. <laughs> you know that you know, first word I said after second? First episode. <laughs> oh, I'm not me now. Did you get it? It's very processed, that, isn't it? <laughs> Is it Baby Bell or one of that, like, German sausage? Ooh, you're close. I, can't, I don't know what it's called. The, um, that sort of processed Austrian cheese stuff. I can't remember what it's like. The Bavarian cheese? I think you could give him that, really. Let's have a look. Uh, can I look? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, Smoked yeah. cheese. What you were kind of expecting, weren't you? <laughs> Next. I don't think we're going to do that many. We'll just do a few. Just do one more. So you've got to fondle this time, haven't you? Yeah, go on. Okay. Finger at the ready. And down. Turn your hand round. Turn your hand round. That's it. Down. Oh, man. <laughs> Is that like Philadelphia or Laughing Cow or Dairy Lee or something, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. 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 Oh, well done. You, you did well there, Fisher. Did you enjoy that game? Oh, well, uh, no, not really. I'll give you an applause for it. Well done. <laughs> Sniff Liquor Fondle, ITV, Channel 4, BBC, Channel 5 if we have to. If you're listening, uh, you know you know where we are. Give us a contact, Sniff Liquor Fondle, coming to a TV screen near you. Yeah, I can remember one of our, my favourite bits of the podcast actually was um, when we got in touch with our former teacher Kate Botley oh, yeah. uh, with ideas for TV programmes she could appear on, with uh, sections she could do on the show, and their response was just to say, Ringing my agent and Channel 5. Yeah. <laughs> well, good that, weren't it? Yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, what have we got to talk about, Fisher? News. News, yes, of course. Um, Football? Yeah, go for that. Very disappointing, really, weren't it? Yeah. Euro 2020. Yeah, but it was a year ago, so I'm over it now, I think. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, we lost. I mean, it was a momentous day for England. Um, we think of the history of England football team. You know, they're often just associated with being a bunch of, you know, the football fans being yobs and hooligans and racists, the football players being unable to score penalties, and uh, look how far we've progressed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, the, the, the fans in particular, not, not every fan, of course, uh, but small selections of, uh, of our fan base aren't particularly that great, are they? I mean, you know, to storm the stadium before without a ticket, 
not good at all. I mean, you know, I've similar, you know, I've seen exp- this this experiences before, you know, things like that. Um, Sheffield Wednesday fans trying to storm to get out of the stadium. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just not appropriate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it, it's a shame, isn't it? Because we've had a good, to- you know, we've had a good tournament, haven't we? Oh, yeah. We've got to remember, we got to the final. I think, you know, the difficult thing is we got to the final. We got so close. It was and with winning as well. It was right there that you do feel like it's been taken away from you. Even though a lot of people before and would have said, "Forget to the final, that's an achievement," and it yeah. is, and that's it. And to lose on penalties, you can't really get any closer. Exactly. Um, Saka from Arsenal, yes. nineteen years old, took the final penalty and missed it. I mean, it makes me. You know, people say that they can relate a lot more to this England team. Mm-hmm. The players seem a lot more personal. I can relate to it. I mean, because if I was taking a penalty in the Euro twenty twenty final, I'd probably miss it as well. So I can certainly Same. relate on that from. Yeah, I mean, what were you doing at the age of nineteen? Well, I was I was on a football pitch myself, um, but I was being sick on it because I'd been out the night before. Hmm. Um, so that's what I was doing when I was nineteen. But I was scoring goals, Bradgate Club, and well uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's sort of it, it's taken our mind off a lot of things, I suppose, hasn't it? Um, we're still kind of not locked down quite, but you know, we've still got restrictions in place to some degree. Um, you know, things you can't do, you can't shove bits of cheese into people's mouth and lots of stuff. <laughs> um, and Boris Johnson has said that we need to. Yeah, we need to use our common sense. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see, uh, you know, Snifflick or Fondle mm. in any of the rules that they, uh, you know, that they sort of put down knees and so on. I, you know, I'd never saw that one. Well, so. apparently, after the motto "hands face space," the next one was going to be <laughs> Snifflick Fondle. So, you know, never <laughs> well, quite happened. No, well, yeah. I mean, you know, that 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 was the motto mm. of um, obviously. Health set former health secretary Matt Hancock. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was very much hands. Still, a catchphrase. Yeah. Hands, face, art. I think wasn't it? Was yeah. uh, what he was going for. I mean, and, and and we're talking about footage that was leaked of Matt Hancock. Um, basically, you know, how do you call? What was he? How do you refer to it? Kissing, snogging, necking. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, canoodling is the other one, isn't it? Yeah. A lady who is his um, secretary, sort of thing. Yeah, personal advice. I'm not too sure. Basic taxpayer funded. It, it just um, frustrates me a little bit that you know all of the stuff that out of all the stuff that he's done that he should have been sacked for, hmm. that's what he's been sacked for. Uh, he wasn't sacked. Well, yeah, of Boris course. Johnson. I, I can Boris Johnson sack someone for you know, yeah. doing stuff like that. Um, I think Boris Johnson didn't sack him um, and said that you know it was past news, and then the next day he resigned. At which point Boris Johnson said, "Yeah, it's all sorted now, isn't it?" <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what annoys me most about the story. Whether it's the fact that he encourages people to social distance and then sort of kisses someone f- who isn't in his household. Does the new health uh, secretary get get to keep the the assistant? <laughs> what happens there? I, I, I'm assuming that she went went with him. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, this is, as I say, Boris Johnson did actually act immediately. Uh, he got in touch with that Hancock and said, "Has this girl got a friend? Who we can maybe <laughs> have some kind of foursome together." Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of a really disappointing thing. And also, that you factor in the fact that she is funded by the taxpayer and she should be working and yet seems to be spending a lot of time stogging Matt Hancock. Uh, do you know who I feel sorry for in the whole story? Uh, Matt Hancock's wife. Yeah. Um, I think I felt sorry for her before, though, anyway. Uh, well, yeah, nothing to do with the sort of <laughs> snogging, you know, I just felt sorry for her anyway. I mean, yeah, my, my turn. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. Perhaps he was just looking for a PPE contract in the back of a mouth that he could give to a friend of his. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. We can only only inquire and, and guess. I mean, we've got the Olympics to look forward to now as well, haven't we? Uh, we have. As long the, as it goes ahead. The, Tokyo is on a state of emergency by the sounds of it to host the Olympics. Yeah, the 2020 Olympics. Are they still sticking with the same name with that one, or have they renamed it? Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. In all it's confusing because for a long, you know, have you, have you sort of felt like you time travelled a bit this year and gone back? Because I, because of Euro twenty twenty, I thought that it's been twenty twenty for quite some time now. Um, no, I think twenty twenty is permanently etched in my mind. I think there'll never be another one of those. Yeah. I think they've said if the Olympics doesn't go ahead, then they'll just completely cancel it. But there's so many things that have been suspended midway through and they'll be continued at a later date, or things that took place later. Um, but yeah, as I say, just sort of jumping back to Boris Johnson, I mean, he said that people now need to use the common sense. Uh, masks won't be compulsory as of Monday, but people need to use their common sense. Did you see that uh, football fan who put, stuck a flare up his ass? by the way? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was uh, a bit ridiculous. I think uh, my other favourite one was the bloke who chucked a traffic cone in the air. One bosun threw a traffic cone in the air and another fellow tried to head it on his way back down, which could have, could have caused him some quite serious injury. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, I mean, so some of uh, some of your mates went to the game. Did they report seeing anything particularly uh, unusual? I've, or? I haven't really spoke to them yet, to be honest. All right, um, they said, uh, yeah, they said they got there, they they managed to break through security and get mm. in fine. Yeah. Uh, wasn't any issues at all. Yeah. So, I'm joking, of course. Shame they didn't have tickets, really, isn't it? Yeah. But they did have a hotel booked um, quite a while in advance for this, and apparently the hotel hadn't got the booking or whatever, so they ended right. up trying to, with the sound of it, getting like an Airbnb and were up at, above a, a little shop or something mm. like that, so... Um, which obviously they have a great day at Wembley, but uh, yeah. I suppose after losing the final when you're moping about a bit, you don't want to be... Going back to a dodgy Airbnb apartment shop, sort of yeah. thing. But never mind, I'm sure they had a, a great time. So yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. I'm moving on. Uh, yeah, go on, let's move on, I suppose. <laughs> so you've got something, uh, a bit of time travelling for us to do now, haven't you as well? Going back in time a little bit? Yeah, so I think uh, on episode um, 50, uh, I did a... Like a best of quiz of some of, the, some of my favourite quiz questions that I'd asked on previous episodes. Uh, and bear in mind, we tend to do a quiz every week that sort of varies, you know, talking about various different subjects and what have you. I thought I would ask some of my favourite questions that have appeared before. And can you get them right second time round? Mm-hmm. So, first one, we did a quiz about the bad boys of lockdown. Question about Lord Sugar was that Lord Sugar tweeted a picture that caused a stir on the 31st of July 2018. Oh. What was it of? Was it of a shop assistant in Croatia with, what's it's fair to say, was an impressive cleavage? He made a joke insinuating that uh, that he remained in the shop in order to basically stare at her tits. Or did he tweet a picture of a Middle Eastern royal family member eating at a posh restaurant? He captioned it by saying that if he can't pay the bill, then he can take the tea towel off his head and help wash the pots. Oh, I, I thought it was going to be the one about uh, Alan Sugar asking if somebody can get him a watch. Do you remember that one? Um, yeah, there was uh, some getting a watch. Uh, yeah, so it's not that one. I mean, we, we talked about Alan Sugar quite a bit, didn't we? Mm. Um, particularly his joke about um, the was it Senegal national football team um, saying that he thought he'd seen them selling watches on the beach in Tenerife or all that sort of stuff. Um, I just suppose talking about football and racism is probably some, an area that we just missed. I suppose, we did, yeah. 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 So, well, we kind of grouped it in with the uh, disgraceful behaviour of uh, someone, uh, England fans, didn't we? Which yeah. is obviously was, was again... Yeah, uh, so, um, unfortunately, sadly, um, some England players, predominantly the three people who missed penalties, uh, we're on the receiving end of various bits of racial abuse, which is um, a total disgrace, really. Um, one thing that interests me a little bit is that one person said, we shouldn't racially abuse Rashford because he's done so much for starving children in this country. Um, <laughs> well, so that, that, and that's why we shouldn't racially yeah, abuse him. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, th- I think maybe we should racially abuse him because, you know, we shouldn't do it anyway, irrespective <laughs> of whether he's a, he's a nice bloke or not. Um, and also my favourites, favourite, that's not the right word, is it, but... Um, one comment from a Tory MP, uh, what was her name now? Is it Natalie Elphick, um, who said in a WhatsApp group um, that maybe if Rashford spent 
less time trying to feed playing politics and more time practicing penalties than he might have scored. But so, the, so, the, so whose fault is she trying to insinuate that is then? I don't sure, know. I mean, surely, surely if they were doing their jobs, then our, our footballers would have more time to practice taking the penalties. Exactly, yes. <laughs> maybe, if, um, maybe if this particular member of parliament spent um, less time watching the football and more time trying to feed starving children, then maybe yeah. shouldn't be, maybe shouldn't be such a shit, shit, shit Im- politician, really. Imagine but. that. Imagine if we had to get like a politician up on the pitch to yeah. take penalties because... Because our footballers have been doing their work. Yeah, of course, there was that footage of Boris Johnson playing football against Germany that time. If you remember that, where he rugby tackled him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So, uh, anyway, sorry, jumping back to the question with... Um, thought I'd just make that point, by the way. Uh, yeah, jumping back to the question about Lord Sugar. What did he do? Did he tweet a picture of a lady's cleavage? Or did he make a joke about a member of a Middle Eastern royal family? I think it's the first one. I think. Am Drops I going to... Shop assistant crochet? Yes, you'd be correct, Gordon. <sighs> Did I get that right last time as well? You know. Yeah, I think, I think I watched that to a picture of it. Oh, yeah. okay. um, We did a quiz about football club owners, and this is a question about Simon John used to own Crystal Palace. Former Crystal Palace owner Simon John became involved with the BBC sports reporter Tara Stout in the mid-2000s. What ultimately happened in their relationship? Is it she effectively stalked him, bombarded him with text messages, and the case ended up going to court? In one memorable courtroom, she stripped a Union Jack bikini outside the courtroom. Or is it she claimed in News World that he became uh, she became pregnant with a child after he romped in her Land Rover on some wasteland near Battersea Power Station? It was later revealed that they had never met aside from giving one interview to her, and he proved he was in Marbella at the time. Oh, I think I do remember this one as well. You know, I think it's the, uh, I think it's the the first one. The sec- no, the second one. I think the romping in the Land Rover near Battersea Power Station. I think so. Yeah, uh, you'd be wrong. Oh. The first one. I think the, I think the second one possibly relates to. Do, do you know Do you know where the second one comes from? Yeah, I've, I've heard this before. I mean, it must you used to use it in the original question, but yeah, it did come from something, didn't it? Yeah, someone we used to mention quite a lot in the early podcasts, John maybe. Terry. John Terry, yeah. So we talk about how inspirational our football players are now, and then they think back to what they used to be like with John Terry. Um, <laughs> it's quite a difference. Uh, next up, uh, we did a quiz about object sexuality, so people who fancy basically inanimate objects and think they're in relations. A lady named Dora B, from a place that I'm unsure of, but I guess it's probably America, is in a relationship with what? Is it the doormat at the local library, which in spite of being a little bit worn, is a gateway to so much knowledge? Or a metal processing machine while she was at work? She says she keeps her pecking and caressing to minimum in order to not seem strange. Ooh, I do remember this feature about like, people who were who yeah, had relationships with certain objects and so on. Yeah. Like there was someone famously who was like married to the Eiffel Tower and stuff like yeah, that. Berlin, Berlin Wall, I think was yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm gonna go I think it's I think it's the second one. The, is it the food processing machine or something? Uh, metal processing machine. Yeah. Hey, you'd be right, well done. Let's go. Two out of three. We did a quiz about people with moustaches, uh, which I think might be when I was dressed as Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Saddam Hussein had a moustache, which was so big and hairy and bushy that he could easily have hidden all his weapons of mass destruction in there. No, he couldn't. Didn't have any. <laughs> um, which of these is true about him on his 60th birthday? Is it for his 60th birthday, he commissioned a statue of George W. Bush. His relatively small statue was displayed next to a much larger Saddam statue at a large military parade, and the finale of the show was where the Iraqi army was instructed to topple the statue of George W. Bush. Or... He commissioned the writing of a new version of the Quran, which was written in his own blood. He'd allegedly known as blood for two years previously, and this was put to special. Uh, this was used to write a special version of the Quran. Oh, I do remember this as well. Big shout out for a few people who are listening, by the way. Uh, Steve Merritt, uh, John Scully, uh, Judge John, Judge John, Judge John, of course. Big shout out to Judge John, who's uh, also on the Alien Audio podcast uh, every now and again. Well, he's on every week now at the minute. Yeah, yeah. like old times. Um, and uh, well, there's no episode this week. 
and a few of the people who may or may not be listening. Scott Sandiford. Oh, big, yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, there's been a few more likes, which I can't see. John, uh, Gary Lyon as well. Uh, so, yeah, thank you if you are listening. Uh, so, th- I'm going to go, I think, I think I would have said the first one here, but it's going to turn out to be the second one, and I'm probably going to make the same mistake again, so I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. It's the statue one. Yeah, you're wrong. Second one. <laughs> I think I did the same last time as well. Oh, just if Scott Sandiford is watching then. Hi, Mum. Oh, sorry. Hi, Scott. Sorry. He appeared on Fish Tank a couple of times and said, oh, hi, yeah. Mum. So, hello. Anyway, next up, uh, we did a... So, you got two out of four so far. So, we did a quiz about gladiators. Michael Van Wick from Gladiators um, was the gladiator named Wolf. Uh, where did he get the name from? Is it massive fan of Wolverhampton Wanderers and insisted on the name Wolf uh, and nearly left the show before it started as producers wanted him to call Beast? Or... Is it he unsuccessfully auditioned to be in the Kevin Costner film Dances with Wolves and then adopted the persona of a wolf? As well. And it, and it was filmed in Birmingham, uh, Gladiators. It was. We, here at the Indoor Arena in Birmingham. Oh, of course, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, National Indoor, yeah. yeah. Auga! Yeah. John Fashioning. Yeah. So I am going to... And he became a gladiator himself. Didn't he? he become a gladiator. He was a contestant, wasn't he? John Fashioning once. Oh, I can't remember. But it might Actually, be on, so like an end of series celebrity thing, maybe. He went, he went on it himself. He did quite well, I think. Um, we didn't expect him to. Was he a former footballer? Former footballer, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say then... Um, I'm going to say the first one, and he's Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton, uh, Yeah, you're wrong again. <laughs> These are these are literally all questions you've had before, by the way. I'm still getting them wrong. Yeah. Um, we did a quiz about drunk people. Um, having been caught in the act in the car park of the Waffle House, Long- Loganville, Georgia, in November 2013, Rachel Gossett attempted to get dressed in front of police. What happened? Was it she tried to put on what she thought was a sandal, but she was that drunk, she put a cheeseburger on her foot? <laughs> or unsure of what belonged to who, she confidently put her boyfriend's boxer shorts on her head, thinking it was a hat? Oh, I, c- I remember this one. <laughs> Oh, I think I would have I would have guessed the cheeseburger one because I wanted it to be that, and I just there's so much of me wanting to make the same mistake again and, and say the same thing. But I, I, I can't remember what the actual answer is. But I'm going to say cheeseburger because I think it would have made the news more. Cheeseburger, on I thought. Yeah, uh, you'd be correct. One. Yay. Uh, we did a quiz about political advisors, which I think was probably around the time of Dominic Cummings's, um, you know, of course, yeah, eyesight test in Barnard Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gordon Brown had a spin doctor and really close ally called Charlie Whelan. What did Peter Mandelson once allegedly have hand in arranging for Charlie Whelan? Is it a close friend of Peter Mandelson asked for a Brazilian witch doctor put a voodoo curse on Charlie Whelan, requesting that he suffered no serious harm, but he possibly moved from uh, away from political life in the UK? Or is it that he was he was keen in the way in which Charlie... Uh, sorry. <laughs> Struggling with Fisher. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense what I've actually written here. <laughs> Keen to, keen, he's already done before. Sorry, keen to highlight the way oh. in which Charlie Whelan worked, Peter Mandelson arranged for unexplained delivery of around 25 kilos of fish to Charlie Whelan's front door. A few days later, he got in touch with Charlie Whelan to say he'd heard something fishy was going on. Right, I reckon... I think it's the first one, and I think it's because it seemed to have worked, like it did actually work, because obviously eventually I think he did move away from politics, I'm guessing, I think. I think that might be it. I, I seem to remember saying that at the time, so, so I think it. I the, think it might be the first one. Which doctor and the voodoo, voodoo doll? Yeah, yeah, voodoo spell. Well done, correct. Uh, we did a picture about Twitter controversies, and Donald Trump threatened to sue a Twitter user. Uh, I think actually, Donald Trump actually at the moment is uh, threatening to sue Facebook, Google, Twitter as well, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
apparently, though, is uh, is Googled. Um, how do I sue Google? And no answers came back up for him. So I mean, he's <laughs> not sure what to do. So he threatened to sue a Twitter user called Feckhead in 2014. Why was this? Is it? He tweeted a fake picture of Donald Trump holding hands with Kim Jong-un in, and, uh, to various celebrities and business people. Trump got wind of it and threatened to sue. Or he got Donald Trump to retweet a photo of what he claimed were his parents, who were big fans of his. They're actually a pair of serial killers. Oh, oh. It's the, it's, it's, it is the second one. I'm pretty sure I know this one. It's the second one. Yeah, you're right. Well done. I think it was actually a picture of Fred and Rosemary West that he got into the retweet. Oh, mm-hmm. um, we did a quiz about protests. What did Angry Quiz Farm... And you actually did really well in this. In fact, I think you got the first one wrong and then got the next nine I, right. I protest. I don't yeah. think I did get the first one wrong. No, I think you normally get the... I, know, I think you normally get substantially more than just the first one wrong, but you only got, <laughs> literally got one wrong and got the ni- next nine on the bounce right. So what did angry dairy farmers do to the European Parliament in Brussels in November 2012? No, it goes again. November. November in November 2012. <laughs> uh, is it spray milk over the building or protest along 300 cows who have been brought no. into the city centre? It's neither. What happened is they were... Oh, <laughs> hey, we might have something, we might have something special here All right. um, before the end of the episode. I believe what I was waiting for has arrived. Really? Yes. So it may... We may be able to... I'll, I'll have an attempt of it in a second, okay? But anyway... Is there an Amazon it, delivery driver out the front? It's not Amazon, no. It's oh. not Amazon. It's, it's an online delivery, okay? Anyway, um, let me... Let me... Uh, give me a second. The milk thing, then. So they either yep. went to Brussels and sprayed milk everywhere as a protest. Yep. Or what was the other one? Oh, the other one was that they uh, took a load of... Um, took a load of cows into the city centre and protested with the cows there. Okay. All right. So I reckon then. Uh, <laughs> so I think they were they were they were they went to Brussels and they saw somebody laid down asleep, big back, uh, got a big glass of milk, put it again. <laughs> no, I think it's the first one. The spraying Spray milk on the building. Yeah, uh, you'd be right. Well done. Yes, see, still got it without question. Yet. Well, I've just been WhatsApp a picture of the award that I won just to just to confirm that that's the award that I, that's that's the that's not the main trophy. That's just the one that I got to keep. You can see that. There you go. Kind of, I had, the, I had the big bowl in my uh, in my house. Anyway, next up, uh, we did a quiz about unusual names. In Porters Lake, Nova Scotia, there are three internet connecting roads. What are they called? Is it this street, that street, and the other street, or Tom Street, Dick Street, and Harry Street? What was the first one again? This street, that street, and the other street, or Tom Street, Dick Street, and Harry Street? Second one. Uh, no, you're wrong. <sighs> Next up, we... I, I forgot I got this question there. We did a quiz about government ministers. Or not, as in that might now be. Uh, so what did Matt Hancock accidentally retweet on National Poetry Day in 2014? Roses are red, violets are blue, I got caught in the office snogging you. Yeah, something hey. like that, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did he do? Was it a poem which described the Labour Party as being full of queers? Or a poem which described the EU as being a bunch of Nazis? Ah, it's it's got to be the. I think it. I mean, they're both controversial, but it's, I think I'm going to go with the second one. I think. Are you being a bunch of Nazis? Yeah. No, I said Labour Party were full of queers. Um, oh, sorry. He probably described that. He retweeted, it, so he didn't write it himself. He just retweeted it. I was going to um, say fair enough, but. Uh, but nonetheless, you're responsible for what you retweet. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, what we did a quiz about YouTubers in August 2017. What did Rage Stew livestream himself doing? Was it trying to break into the home of fellow YouTuber Rice Gum? He was arrested after being found by the police helicopter. Or he played a game of darts which had a picture of fellow YouTubers 
long locks, skull stack, and easy drop down on there. He was arrested after he encouraged his followers to throw darts at any of them if they saw them in the street. When the police did arrest him, he also live-streamed this. Or that. Hmm. Uh, I think it might be the... F- it's the second one, I think, from what I remember. Uh, that he was playing darts and asked people to throw darts at those yeah. YouTubers. Uh, that's incorrect. Oh. Uh, we did a quiz about auctions. Which unusual item fetched around $393,000 in November 2018? Is it one of Stephen Hawking's wheelchairs or a pair of Oscar Pistorius' false legs? Ooh, um, I think it might have been... What's the first one again? Stephen Hawking's wheelchair or one of Stephen Hawking's... I think, it, yeah, I think it'll be one of Stephen Hawking's wheelchairs. Well, Jimbo, you would be correct. Yay! Um, next up, we have on a number of occasions regarding the Ig Nobel Awards, which is a quite a lucrative uh, pipeline of quiz questions for me. Um, so, what did Douglas Brown do to win the award for economics? Is it for choosing a stocks and shares portfolio based on rolling a dice, with even numbers telling him to invest and odd numbers telling him not to? His portfolio increased by 8 percentage points ahead of the benchmark. Or is it for investigating whether it's effective for employees to use voodoo dolls to retaliate against abusive bosses? Um, uh, in an instance that was so, initially so, tried out by Peter Madelson. Yeah, I'm going to say there's two two voodoo doll questions there. So I don't think it's going to be the second one. I think it's we can't possibly have two voodoo doll related questions. So I'm going to go with number one. No, you're wrong. It's voodoo oh. dolls again. <laughs> Next up, uh, we did a quiz about US presidents. I'm not sure how long this quiz is going to get. I think we've only got another three or four questions left. Uh, we did a quiz about US president. Franklin D. Roosevelt was the 32nd president and was quite an interesting fellow. What is true about him? Is it it was paralysed from the waist down with limited mobility, but you underplayed it? When giving speeches, he held on to a lectern with both hands to make sure he didn't fall over. Or, he was practically blind, being totally blind in one eye with and over 50% blind in the other eye. Um, he had to be led everywhere with an aide describing what was happening. I think it's the first one with this one. I think I seem to remember. Um, first one, paralysed from the waist down. Uh, you'd be correct, well done. Uh, next up, we did a quiz about the people who were born in 1940. Stanley Johnson was born in 1940. Boris Johnson's dad. Yeah. What did Stanley Johnson claim to do on his 40th birthday? Is it fall out of a tree because he cut a branch that he was sat on? <laughs> or set his trousers on fire whilst at family barbecue? Oh, how can you possibly choose? I did, obviously, I did last time, but uh, I'm, I think I, I think it's the first one. Maybe Boris did one and, and he did the other. So, but I'm going to say that Stanley, I reckon, cut the branch off the tree and that he was sitting on, the branch he was actually sitting on. And you'll be correct. Well done. Okay. Yep. So, next up, um, we did a quiz about the reasons for people getting sacked from their job. Vicky Walker from New Zealand was sacked for doing what via email? Is it after hearing there'd been disruption affecting her company's Thailand office, she emailed the rest of the New, New Zealand office saying that in Thailand they had been having problems for a long time. This was deemed too offensive and she was sacked. Or she emailed her colleagues with instructions on how to fill in some forms. However, she wrote the email in capitals, bold and coloured writing. After being accused of being aggressive, she was fired. Okay. Um, I, I think I remember this one as well. So she emailed the New Zealand office to kind of make them worry, basically. Uh, well, she, she emailed the New Zealand office with an email. And yeah. it was deemed to be inappropriate. But what was the basis of it being inappropriate? And it led to being sacked. I think it was the first one. That she emailed mm. basically about Thailand office and yep. said that they had problems for a long time. And that was incorrect. 
So, finally, finally, our last question covering the last 50 episodes. We did a quiz about the residents of Bishop's Avenue in London, which is a road that I drove down last year and was quite shocked at some of the stuff that you saw on there about the big houses and that were empty and what have you. Who lived at number 46A, which was the most expensive house ever sold in the UK, that uh, sold in 2008? Was it Sheikh Musak al-Swari, an Abu Dhabi prince who appears to have never had any particular royal duties, but nonetheless, he appears to be totally loaded. He lived a playboy lifestyle, which included having a swimming pool with gold handrails to get in and out, and he also had two helipads, which to his credit was sometimes used for landing an air ambulance. He sold it to a third party, which turned out to be his brother, who he didn't speak to. Or was it Halas Torpek, a Turkish businessman who is believed to have stayed there for two days? When it was sold in 2008, a lavish party was thrown with celebrity guests. Simon Cowell couldn't get in because his name wasn't written on the list, even though he'd been invited. I think it's the second one because I do remember wanting to Google this and actually read about it. Um, so it is the second one. I'm pretty certain of it. You're correct. To all of yeah, it is the second get one. in. Enjoyed that little trip down here, memory lane with old yeah. quiz questions. Very lazy of you to recycle old uh, quiz questions, of course. Yeah, says so the person who did the ones about sort of our best bits and our various things that we'd done from. I had to edit and download them and listen as well. I had to find the questions again and ask them. I had to, I had to give us extra listens uh, oh. by listening to the audio again. So um, I'll, I'll, we'll call it there because I've got a bit. Well, okay, I'll, I'll come back in a second. This is unbelievable. <laughs> you, you know, I, you know, I said that I had something special today. Was it some cheese? It wasn't some cheese, but there is cheese. You can take extra cheese home with you if you really want. I don't know how much you like your cheese. Um, so I, I, I got it. Like it arrived on my in my emails just before, just while you were doing your quiz. Mm-hmm. And I thought, great, we can play it in the last part of the show. And you know, you did a quiz a few weeks ago about uh, memo. All right, oh god, <laughs> right. So I, I I got a celebrity to wish us all the best on our hundredth <laughs> episode, and I wanted you know we we did it where we have to get that, like we do like a who am I type thing and you've yeah. got to guess who it is. Okay. Now I was just about to play this. Mm-hmm. Okay, just about to play it, and then another email popped up saying from the the talent manager yeah. at Memo saying there's been a slight mix up with your video and what you've actually got isn't for you. Oh right, okay. <laughs> So we could have another video right. <laughs> that's not to us, it's to somebody else. But I want to wait until we get the proper one and play the proper one next week. What do you think? Or do you think it's more... Because f- if I play I think, it... I think it's more fun to play the fake one. I think it would sum up quite well our podcast journey thus far. <laughs> it probably would, wouldn't it? So okay. I, we're going to try and guess who it is anyway. Yeah, because I, now what I did in the, what I did in the original one was I asked for him not to say his name until the end so that I could play the clip. Oh, I've right. given away it's a man. Right. So I could play a clip, um, and then you would have had to... Guess who it were. Guess who it was. But obviously, he's probably going to introduce himself here. Right. So um, what we're going to do is if you guess... If you want to do some guessing mm-hmm. as to who it is, um, and then I'll tell you after if you've got it right, or play the clip when we think we get to the to the right one. Is that okay? Okay. So is, is it someone that was... I mean, obviously, it's a man. Yep. Yes. Is it someone that we've spoken about on the podcast previously? Uh, potentially, we may have spoke about this person. But c- can you remember speaking about him specifically? Uh, he would have certainly come up at some point. Okay. Um, is he from the entertainment industry? Is he from the sport industry? Uh, yes and yes. Sports, entertainment and sport. Yes and yes. Um, is he? A, is he a current sportsman? No. Former sportsman. Then. Yeah. Um, but then has gone on to do other things. Yes. Is he a 
Football, a former footballer? No. Former cricketer? No. Oh. Former rugby player? No. Boxer? No. Athlete? No. Golfer? Very much not. <laughs> Tennis? No. Darts? No. Snooker? Yes. All right, okay. Uh, is he nowadays a snooker presenter as well? Um, I think think so, kind of. Is he, Was he a successful snooker player? I think he did all right. Yeah. Um. Not. I wouldn't say he was, you know... He was obviously successful, but I wouldn't say he was the snooker, I'm to think champion which, of champions. Which snooker player would be most popular? Maybe Steve Davis? Steve Davis? No. No. I'm trying to think which other snooker players we'd be keen on. It's not Stephen Lee, is it? No. Got that. <laughs> um, well, he's got nothing else to do, has he, if he's still banned? Yeah. Think he's still been banned, or has it been cut? Yeah, 12, 12 years, wasn't it? So oh, right. yeah, that was like eight years ago. Yeah. It's four years left, um, assuming he's not been a good boy. It's not like prison where you just do half your sentence then? No, I don't think so. Um, I wouldn't... So is he... I don't know, is he... Um, is there a specific reason why you've chosen him? Not particularly, but funny enough, we probably have referenced something of his today. Right. Um, snooker player. John Parrott? No. Stephen Hendry? No. Jimmy White? No. Is he English? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mark Williams? No, come he's, on. He's a bit anyway, isn't he? Uh, well, uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Do you want me to play it and see if he introduces himself at the start or at the end? And go I can on, pause it. Go yeah. on, man. Yeah, okay, I mean... here we go. Right, I'm just turning you up. So Dennis can... Taylor. No. Terry Griffiths. This is for Lydia. Hello, Hugo Pops. Happy birthday. You're an absolute melt and a disgrace to the Ludo game. Anyways. Who do you think that was? Cockney snooker player. <laughs> is it Chas from Chas and Dice? Think snooker no, no. Um... <laughs> Cockney, I think Cockney snooker players. I think you're thinking of snooker player too much. I think he became a lot more better off known after he'd retired. Oh, in it's sense. not Jim Davidson, is it? No. It, was, it wasn't actually a snooker player. Uh, John, no, it's not John Virgo either. It's John Virgo. Is it? Great day, you Raj goon. It's a shame Haz can't be there to celebrate, yeah. but play Tears for Fears for him. Many happy returns from me and me old Mardot. Oh, not forgetting Harry, of course. Have a great day, Lydia. Hold on a minute. So that's not even John Virgo. That doesn't sound like John Virgo, does it? <laughs> <laughs> He's said John Virgo's from Lancashire, isn't he? It's not John Virgo. You know what it is. Pot as many balls as you can. It's not John Virgo. Bobby, um, it's Nick Cotton. Nick, what? <laughs> it's Nick Cotton. Bloody hell. Can you see that? That is Nick Cotton. So what's happened is, I'm supposed to have got a video from John Virgo. Oh, I've ruined this. We could have played this next week as well. Supposed to have got a video from John Virgo uh, to say congratulations on our 100th episode. What I've actually got is a video from <laughs> Nick Cotton, who was played by, I don't know who he is. What's his, what's his I name? Um, I didn't think he changed there? from what he Yeah. Sorry, I weren't paying attention. I was too. There you go. So. That's, yeah, that that's probably sums up our <laughs> podcast quite well. Uh, we paid, you've paid quite a significant amount of money, presumably. Not a lot, no. Um, well, yeah, probably not that much, but nonetheless, we didn't get what we wanted. Is he more expensive or cheaper? I'm going to find out. But anyway, uh, who was that for? Lydia? I, I, well, do you know who I feel sorry for? Lydia, who's probably got a video from John Virgo saying, congratulations on your 100th episode of your podcast, Jimbo Fisher. Like an extra listener. Yeah. And she's thinking, oh my God, I was hoping for a happy birthday message. Should we play it again next week and you've got to pretend you don't know who it is? Yeah. You can oh. buy me one. Well, we can get a refund for this from Talent Manager. Bear in mind, we'd ask for it for our podcast and we've got the wrong thing. Might have to. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you can get me one next time. How did, how did, how did, they, how did they get that wrong? <laughs> Surely there's a video with John Virgo that's going to some people and they sent it out to the wrong... I just don't get it. What about our data protection? Yeah, well, I mean, let's not talk about the fact we just played that. But anyway, yeah. I don't think they said the full name. Should we go? Um, I don't know. What do you like about our podcast anyway, Jimbo? 
when things go wrong like things that. Things go wrong, yeah. And, and when it happens live. Yeah. What else? Um, quite like this t-shirt. No, I was trying to do like a serious bit, so I like to sum up the podcast after 100 oh. episodes. Whether I just like uh, having a beer and talking a load of rubbish and uh, playing a few silly games and stuff, really. Yeah. Okay. The friendship, of course. The friendship, yes, of course. Yes, that's yeah. it. Just do it for the fun, don't we? Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I think it's it's been been good fun. What, eight years? I mean, we've I know we had a bit of a break. Came back, changed the episode. We kind of, during lockdown, we started... Um, doing show and doing, tells and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, doing things remotely, sort of, it still, still worked okay. It's part of the odd technology hiccup. I don't know, it's not really sort of, there's not a huge amount of people that listen to it or watch it, but we enjoy doing it. We're doing all and, right. And there's some people who, mm-hmm. who said to you, yeah, they really enjoy watching it, enjoy being a part of it and listening to it, and yeah, that's really good. So thank you very much for... He put it better than how I could, to be fair. Yeah, well, thank you very much. I mean, I've, I've written, I've written, a, I've, I've written a book about it, actually, if you uh, <laughs> would like to read the first chapter of it. So I think it kind of works all right. We get on well enough together. Um, and, yeah, we've been... Why do I feel like this is an episode of Love Island? Yeah. I mean, it's going to couple up with me later yeah. on. Do you want to go to the day beds and uh, <laughs> yeah, go around the fire pit? I've got bad news. Yeah. Well, I mean, after that video from uh, Doc Cotton's son, I'm not, yeah. not so sure anymore. It's well, pretty much put me off, to be fair. Well, unfortunately, there's three of us in a relationship now. Did it say something about Ludo Champion as well? Ludo Club, I think. So perhaps we played mm. Ludo together, this, this group. Who knows? But there we go. So I think it's been really good. <laughs> and it is the next hundred episodes. And let's see what let's see what we get. Maybe sort of we ask for Joey Essex to you know send us a video message, but instead we get my in class doing it. You know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Excellent. Right. So, thank you very much for watching, much. listening. I've got to pack all this away now. It's getting dark. Good night. See you thank later. Thank you very much. It's the next hundred episodes. Bye bye.